Welcome to the Mom and Dot 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 Podcasts. We're your hosts, Suzanne Kearns and Missy Stevens. We want to help you through everything that happens in the ellipses, from your professional life to your emotional health. You're a mom and so much more. Let's figure out what comes next together. Welcome to the Mom and Dot 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 podcast. I'm Suzanne Kearns, a mom and dot 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 writer, LGBTQ advocate, and this week, 85% Halloween candy, mostly <laughs> peanut butter cups. <laughs> so Me good. Too. So good. I'm Missy Stevens, mom and dot 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 writer, foster care advocate, and today, editor of a lot of marketing and communications materials for a nonprofit. It's been nonstop. Oh. So we are so happy to have Whitney Lynn Hawthorne of Savvy Working Mom with us today. Whitney is a mom and dot, dot, dot speaker, coach, podcast host, Fortune 500 executive, entrepreneur, and productivity and self-care expert. Talk about making your ellipses count. No kidding. (laughs) Through all these channels, she teaches her audience steps they can take right now to increase their productivity, grow their confidence, and bring more joy into their lives. Welcome. Thanks so much for having me on the show. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, we're so excited to have you here. And now, so we kind of rattled off some of the amazing things that you do, but I know that there's much more to Whitney (laughs) than just a bio. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your day job and the road that led you to where you are today? Sure. I would say, I mean, if I was going to sum up that dot, 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 it would be dot, 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 champion for working moms. So I've got two littles. And I'm the vice president of customer support for JetBlue. Uh, Whoa. Yeah, it's kind of a big job. Got a few thousand people who report into me, you know, no big deal. A three-year-old, an 18-month-old, um, and a husband. Oh, that's a thing. Yeah, um, that is a, is a major thing. thing. It's a wonderful thing. No, it's a wonderful <laughs> thing. And he's an amazing partner and amazing husband. And we are, you know, we're kind of like in this together. But when I had my first son, actually, let me take a step back. So I am a woman who who works. I've always worked. I have to work, but I also like working. Like my Mm -hmm. career ambitions are real. I want to be a leader in corporate America. I want to see more women as leaders in corporate America. And when I had my first son, that didn't change. I still wanted to do those things. But when I had my first son, I also became a mother. Yeah. And that definitely Mm -hmm. changed some of my priorities. It certainly changed my viewpoint on life. Um, And it changed what worked for me and what didn't work for me. And so when I went back to work, what I found was that the things that used to work for me before kids, before my son, they just weren't working anymore. Yeah. And that's really how the savvy working mom was born because I came back into a world where I had a supportive husband. I had a supportive boss and still it was so So hard. hard. Yes, Missy, so hard. I was like, why is it so hard? And what's wrong with me? Yeah. And I started asking other moms and they were like, no, it's, it's, it's hard. And I'd be like, Hey, how are you doing this? And (laughs) they'd be like, wait, am I doing it? I'm like, Oh, okay. So it's not just me. It's not just me feeling like this. And so as I talked to more moms, I started hearing from them what was working for them. And then I started thinking, wow, some of those things are going to work for me. And some of them aren't. And I tried some of them and some did work for me and some didn't, but the more women I talked to, the more strength I felt, the more through that solidarity, I realized there's not something wrong with me. It's that society's not set up to support women who work and have children. And that doesn't mean that I'm broken. It means that there's just something else going on. And so getting that information from them and feeling that solidarity made all the difference in my ability to really spring back and start to thrive in life and find joy again. And I put it into a blog because I wanted more moms to hear it. And I wanted more of us to be talking about what it means to work and have children or to have children and work. And that blog turned into a podcast and the podcast turned into courses and the courses turned into speaking and the speaking turned into a book. And then that's me. And now here I am, (laughs) dot, 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 champion for women who work and also have children. It's incredible. Yes. I don't know. I know that I kind of hate when I hear women say this, but I don't know how you do it. But that's what we're going to talk about today is how we get there. And I think a lot of our listeners are working moms, but a lot are considering how they get back into the workforce and feel a little stuck in that process. So I know you have a lot of experience helping clients who are stuck, whether they're stuck in the wrong spot in their career or they're 
stuck with inertia, not able to launch back in, whatever it is. Like, how are some of the ways that moms can kind of get back out there and unstick themselves wherever it is they're stuck? Yeah, being stuck is one of the hardest things and getting unstuck actually starts with something that is not so much external in action. It's much more internal in thought process and that's finding Mm -hmm. clarity. It's really taking a moment to figure out what you want in life for your life. Because at the end of the day, we only get one life. And it's Mm -hmm. so important that we choose what we get out of that life, right? That we are conscious about what we're trying to achieve and that we don't let those things we're trying to achieve be driven by others and outside forces, but instead are intrinsically driven by who we are and what we want for ourselves. Right. Because I really believe that when we show up as our best selves in the world, the world gets better, right? We don't need one type of person. So even though society might say to us, this is the ideal, this one type of woman is the thing that we should all be. If every woman was like that, we would be failing as a society. Like it actually wouldn't be the best, more robust, richest society that we could have. Still, it would be sort of Handmaid's Tale slash. Uh, yeah, it'd be a little creepy and <laughs> and awful. Yeah. And so it's like we we get these things put in front of us where it's it, it pushes us all to try and achieve the same thing, but that's not the right answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the right answer is really achieving what works best for you. And to know what works best for you, you have to take the time to really push through that. And when you do that, then you can get unstuck. So I'll give you like a couple tips. Just Ooh, yeah, that was yeah, like I was very say, esoteric. exercises, exercises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was like, that was very esoteric. So let's like, <laughs> like let's get some let's get tactical. <laughs> yes. How do you do that? How do you get clarity on what it is that you want? I think the first thing there are four questions that I found that have always made things clearer for me and things clearer for my clients. And those questions are super straightforward. But before I tell them to you. I have to say just one more kind of esoteric thing, which, <laughs> which is that clarity takes courage. Mm-hmm. You have to be courageous. You have to be brave to experience true clarity. You have to okay. shut out all the voices around you. You have to shut out those ideas of what your mom wanted for you, what your best friend wants for you, what your husband mm-hmm. wants for you, what society wants for you, what you think your kids want for you. Mm-hmm. You have to shut all that out and be brave enough to understand what you want for you is what matters most. And when you do that, and then you ask yourself these four questions, it's the first step to moving forward and being unstuck. And those four questions are fairly simple, (laughs) but not easy, right? Because simple is not easy. Yes. Right. That's one of our favorite sayings. Yes. Simple is not easy. So here they are, your simple questions to get unstuck. What do I want more of? What do I want less of? What's going well? And what's not going well? You're right. So simple, but not. (laughs) So simple, but not easy. Yes. Mm -mm. If you can answer those questions about your life, you can then understand where you need to take action to move in the right direction, to get more of the things that you want to have less of the things that you don't, right? It sounds Mm -hmm. simple. I know it's not easy, but if you can do that and you can do it across all the areas of your life, you will get unstuck and you will have what you need to take action to move forward. Yeah, and it's good that you made the point just about taking courage before that as well, because that does. To sit down and answer those questions honestly, it takes courage. And I would also say that it, it takes time. It's not something that necessarily you're going to sit down for 30 minutes and knock that out. It's something that you need to give yourself some time to really let soak in it for a little bit. And it really yeah. takes some time to think about it. Yeah. And the answer to those questions can be, can be really, really scary because it could be, right, I want less of the job that I'm in. Mm-hmm. I want less of the relationship that I'm in. And that could be your partner. It could be the relationship with your family. It could be the relationship with your best friend from high school. Like mm-hmm. there, the answer to that could be something that is just insanely horrific. Yeah. And, and awkward. And, yeah. oh, and super awkward, right? <laughs> and so you, it does take, it takes courage to understand and to admit those answers sometimes. Mm-hmm. But when you do, you can start to get unstuck. So I'm trying yeah. to think. 
because, I mean, we're all in partnerships where we have supportive partners that would, you know, if we came with some of those ideas, as long as it wasn't that we wanted less of them, for the most part, they would be pretty supportive <laughs> with that. But I also got to think that financially, you know, there's some limitations for, okay, I want more of, you know, it might be something that requires additional education or training courses or relocating to some place where they have access to a particular thing and finances mm -hmm. may hold them back or a partner may hold them back. So how do you work with clients then that they're kind of already limiting themselves because of the assumed limitations where maybe there is some flexibility to work around them, or maybe it just is needing to be realistic about a time frame or baby steps until they can get to their true thing that they want more of how how have you seen that work out with your clients right so that's the thing you just said it's all i mean it's the time frames and it's not assuming limitations there are real limitations i mean let's we all need to eat like, we need <laughs> yeah. food our babies need food like, yeah. we need we need electricity we need heat it gets cold in the winter and hot in the summer and we yes. need to be able to take care of our right basic human needs. Yeah. Right. So the idea of walking away from a job or walking away from a relationship are not small or simple ideas. Mm -hmm. And so while I say simple, but easy, I don't want that to come across as something that I'm just like flippantly throwing out there um, right. because like those things are very, very, very real. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, those things are very, very real for what it means about your life. Getting unstuck isn't something that happens overnight, right? Very few of us are Cinderella where fairy godmother shows up and bippity-boppity-boop waves her wand and suddenly <laughs> you've got the gown and the shoes and you're like, Haha, I'm right. out of this life. Yeah. That's, not, that's not how it happens. And even for mm -hmm. Cinderella, it only happened till midnight, right? It was right. A time on that. <laughs> that, was a, that was a fun weekend. Um, and then that dumb prince didn't even recognize her. He had to put the shoe on her foot to know who yeah, she was. Yeah, he's like, what she looking So it wasn't say, perfect. Like, exactly. <laughs> how much did you really just, like her? It's... <laughs> I don't know. I like the mice in that story, but yeah, you know, <laughs> another podcast. <laughs> the, so it's, you know, it's not overnight that these things happen and getting clarity isn't, that's the first step, right? And I hope I said that it's the first step. It's yeah. not the ultimate step. The first step is very rarely the last step, um, <laughs> right? but you got to take that first one and you want it to be in the right direction. And so once you get clear on what you want, it's about then creating the plan that you need. And that plan could be a plan that will help serve you in three months or four months or 18 months or 24 months. Mm -hmm. The whole point is that you have the plan and you start working it, right? And that that plan is focused on taking you in the direction that you want to go, the direction that's going to make you your best self. And no, it's not going to happen overnight, but that's okay as long as it eventually yeah. happens, right? Yeah. And yeah. if you're on the path to making it happen, you're going to be in a much better place than if you're just kind of stuck in the swirl of suckage. Oh, right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I think that's a really important thing to, I, I'm kind of going to paraphrase what you said. You can tell me if I've got it right, but I'm assuming you probably have clients who come to you and they're like, fix it, fix it. Let's get it. This, I want to get unstuck and I want you to tell me how. And I think it is important for all people, but especially moms who have a lot of things they have to consider like food on the table and people in their worlds that count on them, it might not happen today. And if you're getting unstuck may mean that you do one thing this week that gets you toward that goal. Mm -hmm. I think it's huge for people to hear that because I tend to want to do it all at once. And if I can't make it happen all at once, then I give up. Yep. We want the home remodel that happens over the weekend on the TV show. <laughs> yes, like, no, no exactly. home remodels don't happen in an hour. They right. totally yeah. don't. It takes a long time. And then all you're seeing, I mean, that's the other thing. It's so funny that like, you think about the home remodel or you think about, I don't know, you see people on social media and it's like, all you see is their A roll. You don't see any of the B roll. You don't yep. see any of the stuff in the background. You don't see when the things fell apart. The only things they show you that fell apart are the things they want you to see because ultimately it turns out really nice. Yeah, but you right, don't get to right. see that whole journey, right? You don't, they only show you when the pipes are broken inside because they can actually fix them in the yes. home remodel, yes. right? If they couldn't fix yeah. them, they would have patched them up and you would not know the difference because they wouldn't <laughs> want you to see that. Yeah. yeah. And so it's, it's kind of like that. And so, yeah, people come to me and I work with them 
and there are a lot of mamas who want like they just want to fix it right away and a lot of times they just want to fix it right away for their kids especially Mm. and it's and I totally get it because I want to fix everything for my kids right away too but one of the things that I like to think about is you know life is like I said we get one life and there are stages in it right and there are seasons in it and maybe we can't do this thing overnight and get you where you want to go overnight. Although most of my clients, I'm proud to say, and this probably sounds really weird, especially coming from a coach. My clients don't stay with me for more than a year. Because like, if I can't get you where you need to go in a year, I am not the right coach. And we can check in after that. It's not like I abandoned yeah. anybody. I'm not abandoning <laughs> folks. But it's like, if I can't in a year, we can't get you on the right path, then I'm not doing my job. You yeah. know, having said that, some of the, the, the dreams and desires of the women who come to me they're longer than a year, but it's like, let's yeah. think about this, right? You got littles like me. Where do you want to be when your kids are in elementary school? Mm-hmm. Where do you want to be when your kids are in middle school? What about when they're in high school? How do you want to be supporting them when they're in college or, you know, their own kind of adults? Yeah. If you can think about it in those terms, a little longer term, it really makes it that one or two years that it might take to get to where you want to go to see a life-changing difference, not even meaningful, because you'll see a meaningful difference before that, but a life-changing difference, it could take two or three years. That could be before your kids go to middle school or before they go to high school. Yeah. And wouldn't that be amazing? That's interesting you say that. I believe it was Carol Fishman Cohn who runs iRelaunch, which their group works with corporations to do relaunch programs for women who have had extended career breaks. And She'd mentioned, because I think we had a question around like, you know, when do you see women? Is it in their midlife or is it, you know, in their thirties or whatever that, that you see these changes? And she's like, no, it really doesn't even have to do with the age of the woman. It's where their kids are at. Kind of like you were saying, these seasons of what, where your kid is. And I think that makes so much sense as far as thinking about that as your seasons, you know, elementary school, middle school, high school. I mean, it's just as much as they are making changes in their lives, it's a good opportunity to, for you to think of that for your own changes and development. When I think about like, we don't expect our kids to figure all this stuff out quickly. We raise them for many, many years and help them learn all kinds of things. And some of the things take longer than others. <laughs> and we should give ourselves that same grace and know that we are in a growth process and it might not happen overnight, but you're, you're slowly unsticking yourself and heading in a direction. Yeah. And that's, that's valuable. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think to your point, we live in a world where our parents didn't live. So no matter how hard our mom has tried to prepare us, this world that we live in right now, isn't like the world. Like mm-hmm. my grandma, who's still alive and kicking, came out to visit us here in Salt Lake from Pittsburgh on her world tour a post-COVID world tour. (laughs) Um, You know, when she was coming up, when she was in her 20s and 30s, she couldn't even have a bank account in her name by herself. It's a whole new world that we live in. And so we also have to give ourselves that pause and that grace to say, hey, the world is, in some ways it feels like things are taking way too long. But in (laughs) other ways, it's like, wow, some things have happened fairly rapidly and we're the first adults to be going through this. Mm -hmm. And we have to give ourselves the grace to understand that that means it's going to be challenging. Yeah, we're blazing new trails. And part of it is the time. I mean, it is having the time to do it and making the time for yourself. And I've got to say, I loved your training session where you went over. Do you call it the D-back? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so the D-back method mm-hmm. um, of freeing up time in your schedule. Because, you know, as we're talking about going through these questions and trying to make space for yourself in your own life, I just love this method of freeing up the time in your schedule. And I think it is just so important for women, moms, humans, pretty much everybody. So would love, I know that you have the video on your website, but it would still love um, to hear it straight from you, the, the, oh yeah. And the, the thought through that. Yeah. I'm happy to share. And so in fact, I took D back and I changed it to Ed back similar letters, but I cut off one step and put them in a better order. So I'm always looking to evolve and make things easier (laughs) for folks. Love it. So now we're at Ed back and it's the way that we Make sure to clear your schedule, clear your plate so that you can focus on the things that matter most to you. Mm-hmm. And that's an easy thing to say. And I think we all intuitively know we need to do that. But then like, how do you do how? it? Yep. How? Well, let me give you the steps. It's the Ed back <laughs> method. Used to be the D back method. Now it's the Ed back <laughs> method. And 
each one of those letters stands for something. So the E stands for eliminate. That's the first step. And if you are new to the method, you need to go through everything that you're doing, but you only have to go through everything you're doing once. We go through everything you're doing. Once you've done that the first time, then it's about as the new things come to you, think through it in this order of mm-hmm. end So the first is eliminate. Do you really need to be doing all the things that you're doing? Mm-hmm. And it's not even do you need to be doing them. It's literally, does this even have to happen? Right. Can you eliminate it? And when I think about it, for me, for example, it's at work. It's that report you put in that like one person reads or three people read. Mm-hmm. It's that presentation that you prepare every month, but the information from that presentation is found in five other locations, right? Can they, can people just go to those five locations to get it instead of you putting it all together? Compiling like, can it. you yeah. compiling it? Can you, mm-hmm. can you eliminate it? You know, at home, it, for me at home, it was the idea. I had this idea that my kids had to have hot breakfast every morning. That's not real. And so I had to eliminate that. I'm trying to think the last time I We're not doing that. And we're going to eliminate this idea of hot breakfast every morning. But are there things, right, that you can eliminate that literally just don't have to happen? And Mm -hmm. then as the new things come to you, as the new requests, right, come to you, like, do they really have to happen? Because if they don't, let's eliminate it. Mm -hmm. The next is for the things that you can't eliminate, can you delegate them? (laughs) Can somebody else do it? And this is D, like Ed back with a capital D. This is the biggest one because I feel that there are so many things we do as women that we really could delegate, but we choose not to. Yep. And so can you delegate it? Can somebody else do it? Because it's a thing that needs to get done, but it doesn't mean you have to be the one to do it. Yep. And I just want to share two things that I always hear related to delegating. The first is I could delegate it, but nobody's going to do it like I do. <laughs> Missy. And you, you know what, Mama? Missy's nodding in a knowing way, but I don't yeah. I'm not saying that that is Missy. I just love that look. Uh, on your I face. mean, it's love. been a, that's a thing I've learned, though. It was a huge challenge for me, but I have learned. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because they're not going to do it like you. No. But you know what? That's OK. Yep. <laughs> you know, they say there's more than one way to skin a cat. I like to say there's more than one way to fry an egg. Our scrambling egg, um, yep. my husband and I, speaking of hot breakfast, right? My husband and I, we make eggs very differently. <laughs> Us too. We yeah. do too. The very... kids won't eat my eggs. Oh, weird. No, they like, I mean, they don't, actually, our kids will eat both the, of our eggs, but I, 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 I like the way I make eggs. I'm just going to leave yep. it at that. Yeah. <laughs> I like mine better than I, I like, like mine. But also but he husband... makes them more often. Guess what? So I'm going to eat his awesome. eggs because yeah. he's making them. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's like my husband makes them when I can't. And when I can't, it's usually because I'm putting my time at some other place that's more valuable. And that might be me taking a nap because sleeping is valuable. Yeah. It makes me a better person when I'm not cranky and tired (laughs) and my brain's, you know, firing on all cylinders. But like there's more than one way to scramble an egg. At the end of the day, do we get that nutritious hot breakfast? Yes, we do. And that's what matters. Right. So, yeah, nobody's going to do it like you do. And that's okay. It's not a reason not delegate. If you can define a successful outcome, which scrambling eggs, it could be just a nutritious hot breakfast and you can yeah. give it to someone to deliver that nutritious hot breakfast. It doesn't have to be exactly the way you would do it. It can still right. be okay, right? And the other thing that I hear related to delegating, and this one is a little heavy, but it's super real for some folks, myself included, is you know delegating is gonna make me less valuable. Mm. Uh-huh. It's the idea that when I, like, first of all, what's wrong with me that I can't do all these things? And second of all, if I don't do all the things, then where's my value in my family? Where's my value in my job? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm here to tell you that your value lies elsewhere. And I will take the most meaningless task that has deep meaning for everyone mm-hmm. of laundry. Uh (laughs) right because like i mean we do we all need clean draws we need clean draws and panties like that's a thing you really don't want anyone walking out the house without (laughs) without clean undergarments they want to get a nickname yeah Yeah. Yeah. we need it but do you have to be the one to do it no no and if you don't do it is there something wrong with that no because like when i don't do laundry and in my house actually my husband does a lot more laundry than i do But when I don't do laundry, I used to feel bad about it. And I'm like, but what am I doing with that time? I'm on the floor playing with my kids. 
guess what me playing with my kids is much more valuable than me folding clothes. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with me who has a side passion project that funds itself, right? A business, a side business and a savvy working mom, a full-time job that is definitely more than 40 hours a week. You know, my role as a wife, my role as a mother, my role as a daughter, my role as a sister, my role as a friend, my own personal passion for like just being out in the outdoors, my own physical limitations of needing sleep and food, (laughs) my own personal preference to only eat food that tastes really good, right? There's nothing wrong with me for doing less laundry so that I can focus on all those other things. Yeah. And that's the like, you are not less valuable because you choose not to do certain things. It's really important, I think, for for people to understand that, especially for women. Put your time where you add the most value. And I can tell you that there are a hundred more things. I don't even know you, but I know that there are a hundred more things that you could be doing that are going to add more value than you doing laundry. Right. (laughs) And doing it the way we think it should be done. I mean, I had to let go of that a long time ago, too, because I can either sit in my child's room and fold everything just so and get it loaded in the dresser drawers just so, or... I can teach them, teach them. I'm putting air quotes for people who are listening. Um, Like I can teach them to do it and set them free and know that it is, those drawers don't look anything like I would, their closets, mm -mm. but, but they can probably find it better. They know where they are. And that's a good, I mean, and that's the other thing, right? In delegating, you help others to learn and grow. So Mm -hmm. you're teaching your kids. I mean, I know people like this. Like I, when I went to college, I met people who had no idea how to do laundry. And if you are a 19 year old and you don't know how to wash your own clothes, that's unfortunate. Yeah. I'm not a judgy person, but I'm going to judge you on that one. I do do remember meeting people who are like, I'm out of underwear. You're like, well, you've got to wash them. They don't just magically get clean. Huh? I'm going to do what? a little showcase for Catherine Newman's How to Be a Person book. Just uh, just for anybody who's about to send their person out into the world. Yeah. The basics from cooking an egg to taking out the trash to doing your laundry. Just yeah. a nice illustrated guide to being a human. So, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> so important. So, Missy, you're teaching your kids this important life skill so they can be a person. Yes. Like Catherine Newman said, you got you to gotta be a person. Got to be a person. So that- and you got to be a person who leaves here one day. So... <laughs> Because I'm not doing your laundry. No. So that's, I mean, that, and that's so wonderful. Like that's the gift of delegating is you, you allow others to grow and you let them learn new skills and you let them fulfill themselves and find joy in doing more and gaining independence and gaining experiences. Yeah. And so in some ways, if you don't delegate, it's kind of selfish and that's not good either. Right. Yeah. Right. So the, the D in EDVAC is delegation and it's a really big one and what I'm super passionate about. Um, when it comes to the B, the B is for batching. So like, again, we go eliminate, get rid of all the things you can get rid of. Then it's like, okay, whatever you can't get rid of, the things that really truly have to get done, can you delegate it? Can somebody else do it? And if they can't do it, then can you batch it? And batching really just means taking similar tasks and doing them all at the same time. There's a ton of studies out there that show every task that you do has a startup and a wind down time. So if you're switching between emails or social media even, or going to cook in the kitchen or going to do laundry, as you switch between those things, your brain needs time to start up. Oh, hey, I'm not doing this thing now. I'm starting to do this thing. Mm -hmm. And then when you stop doing that thing, it needs time to go, okay, I'm not doing this thing. Now I'm doing this other thing. Yep. And that time is not inconsequential. And so batching is about doing similar tasks all at once. So for example, when it's at work, right, it could be emails. Don't respond to your emails throughout the day. Take half hour chunks of time or hour chunks of time, but ideally half hour chunks of time and say, okay, you know, for this half hour, I'm going to be doing my emails and I have three to four times throughout the day that I look at email. Mm -hmm. Your brain ramps up, you're doing your emails, you get them done, you close down your brain and move on to the next thing, right? Batching that helps. It's the same when you think about, um, for example, setting medical appointments. In my house, we got a lot of medical appointments. I try and do them once a month. It's like once a month, get out all the insurance cards, get out all the phone numbers, open up the calendar and just like tick through it and get them all done. Doing all the same tasks at the same time. It's the same thing, right? It's like, it's when you batch meals, right? It's like, hey, cook all the things at once and then go in later and heat them up where you can batch things and do similar things at once, right? Fire up the oven and then just let it go. Yep. That that will help to save you time. That will help to free up 
your energy so that you can focus on the areas where you, yeah, your brain, right? So you can focus on the areas that matter most. So the B in that stands for batch. Yeah, love it. The next one is if you can't batch it, see if maybe you can automate it. Is there some way to just kind of set it and forget it? This usually means using some kind of a service to help you out. It could be an app. It could be a, like an actual service. So going back to laundry, right. like, can you just throw clothes in a bag and have someone come pull them off your porch? Um, oh. Could you, put, I know it's like, <laughs> <laughs> for those of us, like I, we're not there yet, but we'll be getting there. And it, I'm looking forward to that day. But yeah. it's also, you know, putting the things on auto delivery, like, hey, our toilet paper shows up yep. very regularly. Mm-hmm. And our son, you know, he needs some liquid thickeners and stuff. That stuff shows up regularly. I'm not worried about it, like, because I know it's coming. Right. So yeah. are there things that you can automate? It's the same with some of the reports, right, that you might do. Can you just pull those reports and have someone help you write a script so that, like, for example, in Excel, so that I can just kind of pull it all together and you just send it out and it fires out, right? And are there th- ways that you can automate what's going on? And whatever you can automate, the last step is to calibrate. Is there a way to refine what you're doing? Is there a way to cut out steps to make it more seamless? And that calibration can come again in work and in life, right? It it can come everywhere. If I think about one of the things that we did, and I know this sounds silly because I used to like scoff, like, haha, what are these people thinking? This is so silly. But now it actually, it helps us. And it's related to laundry again. I don't know why laundry is like- <laughs> It all comes back to laundry. I, like, I, I mean, laundry. it is one of the biggest chores for sure. It it's never just, ends. It's just never, never ending. Exactly. I'll have to but take a picture of my bed and I'll post it. I'll After this show, mm-hmm. this is what it looks like. Out, Yeah. Laundry. I was, mine's covered laundry. with laundry to be folded. Yep. So much. Yep. So much. It's- it's those stupid laundry bins that actually have multiple sections. Yep. And can you get one of those, right? And then have the lights go in one, the darks go in another, the dry cleaning go in a third, or the lights, the darks, and the draws or whatever, like separate it <laughs> how it makes sense for you. Mm-hmm. But then you don't have to actually separate the clothes later. And even toddlers I can learn that. which bin yep. is for what. Yep. I second it. It's the best decision I ever made. It makes things so much oh, yeah. easier. And it ends up saving you money in the long run for not putting stuff that isn't supposed to go in the washer in the washer, getting all your fancy right. bras all stuck to everything else. And yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. Yes. So you we have one it. in our closet and the kids have one in their bathroom. It doesn't mean that like things don't sometimes end up in the wrong place, but it's also a visual cue. That, like this is filling. Yes. It's, it's time to do this. Yeah. And our kids know that they need to say like, Hey, we need space in the washer. Like we're bringing stuff in. Our bin is full. It helps. It, it does help. And so that's the idea of calibrating. Like, can you reduce steps somehow, some way? Because when you reduce the steps, it gives you more time and energy for the things that matter, right? For you to spend with anything else, literally anything else. Anything. <laughs> so that's the, that's the Ed back method. That is a way that you can clear your plate, right? You eliminate, you delegate, you automate, you batch, and you calibrate. Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. I love it. And I love your point. You use such a great word that it's not inconsequential. Yeah. And I do think that we kind of put it in our mind like, oh, well, it takes just a couple minutes here. It just takes a couple minutes there. And I mean, over days and weeks and months of doing that. And if for every task that you do, it just has a five-minute thing that it takes, I mean, it adds up to real time. It is not inconsequential. This is real time that you can. And what it does to our brains to like, oh yeah, to make that switch. I hadn't really thought about it like that, but once you said it, I thought about how I tend to manage and I use that term really loosely, not manage (laughs) my day is that I am very reactive. So I will do emails for a minute. I will make graphics for the show for a minute. I will, you know, I don't. I don't sit down and go, well, why don't I make all the graphics for the next six days right now? And then why don't I do, that's what I need to be doing. I need to batch it and my brain will thank me. I mean, I think my brain just feels fried all the time, partly because I'm going from thing to thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's the other thing, right? All these things I just shared, just try it, Mm -hmm. try it, try it for two days, try it for a week, see how it goes. If it's not helping you, then stop. Right. But hopefully it will help you. And I do think your brain yeah. will. Well, I think it will thank you, especially if you are one of those people who are like, OK, I'm just do this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And you're all kind of getting all the things done, but in a sporadic way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you can pull any one of those things together and just get it done all at once, it your brain will thank you. 
and your yeah. body will not then thank unusual you. for me to do like three different tasks for three different jobs within, you know, a 15, 20 minute period. That's dumb. <laughs> what are you so tired, Missy? Well, I don't know. It's dumb, but it's like you're in survival mode, right? It's like survival it's mode. Yeah. 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 I do kind of feel that fight or flight at times. Yeah. Now I'm yeah. understanding why. <laughs> No, I think this is great. And like you said, for people just to try it. And even if they don't feel like it's working right now, I say, come back in a week and try it again. Because I mean, these things, I, I don't think it's an argument of whether these things work or not. I mean, these things work. They, work. I mean, they just, they do. It's, it's only common sense. And I think just giving it a name and a, a flow to think through mm -hmm. is just, I think it will help people to make some sense of it. But I cannot even imagine that going through this process can't help anybody anybody who tries so yeah yay so excited i know i love it i know i love it i was just looking at the clock and we're pretty close on time so i know, I know we probably cannot we really wanted to go through um you have six great questions to help people identify value to new opportunities I don't think we can go through those six questions to help you decide whether it's a yes or no. We probably don't have time. So we will direct people to that information. But is there, can we possibly talk about it just briefly for a few minutes, kind of how you developed it <laughs> yeah. and why it matters for people to go through this process? Yes. I, I love that you're bringing this up. So for me, it was the realization going back to that idea that clarity takes courage. Mm -hmm. And when I had my first son, I realized that I had overextended myself. I had oversubscribed <laughs> and I was doing a whole lot of things. And ultimately I was just sad. Yeah. I mean, I really was. I was just like, well, I don't know what the opposite of joy is, but that's what I felt. Mm. I was mm -hmm. checking every single box and I just felt bad. I was like, yeah. I suck as a mom. I suck at work. I suck as a wife. None of this is working. Like I'm, I'm not doing well in any of the things that I'm doing, mm -hmm. but I'm doing everything mm -hmm. and it doesn't make sense. How am I doing everything? And like everything feels crappy, awful. Yeah. awful. yeah. And so then I said, okay, I need to figure out a better way, some type of a filter, some way to figure out what I should and shouldn't be doing. And that's kind of where the seven questions came from or six questions, I think at this point, I try to refine as much as I can, but, <laughs> I love that. The, uh, but that's where those questions came from. And it's the filter that I created for myself to understand what I should and shouldn't be doing. Right. And yeah. so it's this idea of looking at everything going on. Am I doing this? And is it really, truly helping me mm -hmm. in some way? Because I do believe, and it took me a while to get there, but I'm here now. And I believe <laughs> that like, when I show up as my best self, that's what's best for the world. It's what's best for my kids, my husband, mm -hmm. my family, my job, my business, my little dog. Like when I oh. show up as my best self, that's what's best for the entire world. Mm -hmm. And for me to show up as my best self, I have to be conscious about where I'm spending my time and energy. And so I start thinking about the things and how do I put that filter on to help me understand what does and doesn't work for me. Right. And we won't go through all of them, but it is, and it's a balance, right? So the questions create a balance because it's like, Hey, is this fun? Yes or no. If it's fun, then like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. Why not? Let's do it. Cause it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the answer to it could be no, but you know, is this something that's helping me grow? Right. Okay. So it's not fun, but it's helping me grow. Okay. Maybe this is something that I should be doing. Right. Even if it's yeah. not fun, if not it's helping me grow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's, it's pushing me in the right direction and I'm learning from it, right? Then it's important. So it's kind of going through those questions to create that balance and understand, like, is this the right thing for me to be doing? So I don't mm -hmm. end up back in a place because look, I think all of us, especially if you're a woman who has kids and you work, you're in demand. There's no doubt about it that there is a high demand on your time mm -hmm. and your energy. Yep. And you have to be conscious about where you're spending that time and energy. Yeah. And so going through those questions helps me say, okay, yes, this is definitely somewhere where I should be spending my time and energy and where I'm torn. And I can't really make that decision. It's like, Hey, if it's a seven out of seven, I'm answering yes to seven of these questions. Then mm -hmm. that's definitely something I should be doing over Easy. something where I'm answering five. Right. Yeah. And then you can mm -hmm. really kind of start to have that, um, more 
for me, the type A person who likes charts and graphs, that kind of more data-driven decision making. That's me. I like the data. That helps to relieve some of the, you know, the the guilt that might come with saying no to things. Mm -hmm. Right. But you can't can't say yes to everything, right? Because every time you say yes to one thing, you're saying no to an infinite number of things. Yeah. So you got to do your best to say yes to the things that are going to help you to be your best self, because when you're your best self, everyone around you thrives, right? When you're your best self, your family's happier, your communities do better, your jobs are more profitable, like everything is better when you're your best self. So you have to find and work on as many things that like fill that list where you can say yes Mm -hmm. over the things where you have some kind of a no in them. It's so smart. It's so smart. And it was... I, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of different ways about trying to set your boundaries, but these questions really were some of the first ones. I was like, that just makes some, maybe it is my data-driven mind because, I and know, literally yeah. at the end of it, it's like, if, you know, from four to six of them, you know, are yeses, then and I was like, yes, I, I want a definitive, like, how many yeses should it be? Like, how strong yeah. should my yeses be? But no, it was just really, really helpful. And I really encourage people to go over and check out the website to see and really dive into all of the questions. Um, we're going to use it as a little teaser to get people over to your website yeah. <laughs> because I do think it, it deserves some more attention that we can give it to kind of in our remaining minutes here of the episode. And I want to make sure that everybody gets the full benefit of getting all of that. So yeah. helpful. So helpful. It kind of takes the choice out of your hands. Yes. I mean, and it like, it just, you can look at someone and say, this did not meet my criteria for a yes right now. Yes. I mean, literally you could be like, when people ask you to do something or volunteer for such and such, you'd be like, I have a comprehensive six step plan for deciding things. <laughs> like either I need to take some time and run this through it first before I give you an answer, or I can tell already, you know, it got kicked out by the first two. So yeah. I mean, it's just like, it does, it makes it so it's like, it's nothing personal to you. You just didn't hit my six, my six questions. I gotta run it by my team. My team yeah. is my six questions. <laughs> That's my team. And then you get the feedback. I mean, look, you're an in-demand lady. You have to have some level of criteria to yes. filter the things out, right? True. I love it. And we're, we are, oh God, Missy and I are dangerous people pleasers. And so we really do. And But I think it hurts mm-hmm. us. And one of our big favorite sayings now is that when we say yes, first of all, we're saying no to something else, but we're also taking that opportunity. We're saying a non-enthusiastic yes to away from someone else who it might've been like a perfect fit for. So it is, it's selfish in a lot of ways. And that's the only way that I can get my brain to be like, no, leave it for someone else to do. That's it's the perfect time and opportunity opportunity for someone else to do this thing that you're just yeah. going to do begrudgingly. So right. big fan. Love it. Love it. Love it. Oh my gosh. So now for, um, cause we're going to head into the look, listen, learns here pretty yeah, soon. But you have, so, I mean, seriously, people get over to the website. Yeah. There are so many, there's videos that are sessions that are available to purchase, but there's also some amazing ones that are available for free. There's great from the blog. I mean, the podcast has tons and tons of great information Mm -hmm. on it. So um, are there any additional seminars or any of those things that we listed that uh, you have a special event or anything coming up for that we want to make sure we direct people to? I think right now, so I did recently update the free course that I have online. It's called Get Unstuck. It's a four-step course that will get you unstuck. Hmm. We talk about those questions of clarity and we talk about a few other things so you can take action and get to that place where you have a plan to thrive in life and it's free, right? Cause I really want to see, I want to see moms happy and thriving in life because I know when we do, everything gets better. Yeah. And so that one is free, right? There are, there are paid courses out there and they range from $7 to $899, right? But that one is free and it offers real value. And so I'd say, just go, go to the savvyworkingmom.com and sign up for it and just start there because you also I mean, in this podcast, you get a, you get a bit of a flavor for me, but in that you'll definitely get more of a flavor for who I am and how yeah. I am and from a good fit for you. Um, and, and just check it out because you have, you have nothing to lose because they're also each course is five minutes or less, right? Each one of those segments is five minutes or less. You get real yeah. tangible stuff out of it, but all it takes is five minutes a day for four days and you will be on that life-changing path. 
And that's not a lot. That's not yeah. a lot. You can find it. I know you can find that time. Well, it's five yeah. minutes to watch it. And then like 15 minutes afterward, when I just had like my jaw drop, uh -huh. and just like, <laughs> oh, wow. You said I just kind of soaked in it for a little bit after that. But yeah, I was like, oh, my gosh. And I really I was like, I could not even narrow it down. I was like, there's so much stuff I wanted to talk to you about. So but, much good stuff. Unfortunately, anything that we did not cover here, you cover so generously on your own podcast and in so many other areas mm -hmm. where people can find you. So uh, we will link to your website in yes. the show notes, but do you want to say it here just in case anybody doesn't look at the show notes? Sure. It's thesavvyworkingmom.com. That's the website. And you can find me on Instagram and the podcast. Everything is a savvy working mom. At this point, if you Google the savvy working mom, it should come up. You'll find me, Whitney yep. Hawthorne. Perfect. Yeah. It's Whitney with two E's at the end, uh, just That's in right. case anybody is actually uh, entering in the name. Yes, yeah. my mom was uh, creative in that way. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm Suzanne, S-U-S-A-N-N-E, <laughs> -S -N -N -E, so everybody, mm. everybody puts a few Z's in there, so <laughs> I understand. <laughs> All right, so we uh, are going to start the Look, Listen, Learn yeah. segment. So if this is anybody's first time joining the show, welcome. We are so glad to have you here. Uh, the Look, Listen, Learn segment is just an opportunity for you to get to know our guests and us a little bit beyond our areas of expertise and also get some cool ideas for things that maybe you should be look, listening or learning. So that could be a TV shows, books, podcasts or sessions or great tips about a shampoo or a, <laughs> or a new tea. I've got a new tea flavor. So uh, oh, that's that not sticks, sticks and twigs. Oh, my God. No, I'm not going to the bulk bin for my chamomile anymore. That didn't go well. <laughs> it's like, not go well. This tastes like dirt and mulch. <laughs> <laughs> but I got such a good deal on it. <laughs> Not that good a deal. Not that good uh, a deal. But so we don't throw our guest uh, out there very first. We'll let you uh, give a listen to our look, listen, learn. Do you want to start, Missy? I feel like I've been starting a lot lately. Sure. I'll start. I can start. Um, so I have to grab some things back here. We have visual aids for people who oh. watch us on YouTube. But um, so the book that I am reading is called The Heroine's Journey by Gail Carriger. So I'm going to hold it up if anybody oh. is interested, but it was recommended um, in my NaNoWriMo group oh, very and nice. uh, it is incredible. It's funny. It is so helpful. It's already changed the way I was thinking about a plot problem in my revision of this novel. And I, I really just want to sit and read it instead of, <laughs> instead of doing NaNoWriMo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So having to batch my reading time, um, but and for people it's who so are good. not writers or aspiring writers, uh, NaNoWriMo is National Novel Writing Month, and it's the month of November. So yeah. if people that you are used to seeing online or in your life uh, are missing this month and they are aspiring writers, <laughs> that's probably where they are. That's um, where we are. So yeah, Missy and I are in a little group together, and yeah, I usually have like a word count that you try to get done, and I was head to the paper for three hours today so that was yes three hours more than i've done the previous month so very <laughs> yeah, so you're already winning yes. you're already winning <laughs> so if you write even if you're writing nonfiction, even if you're not writing and you just love pop culture and you want to understand a little bit about how it is shaped this book is great um so i highly recommend the heroine's journey and um so that's what I'm looking at. I'm listening in my drive time when I just need a little break. Uh, I've been listening to the Good Place podcast, and it's hosted by Mark Evan Jackson, who plays Sean on the Good Place. Uh, but I know that's like an old, I mean, the show's gone. Oh. It's not on anymore, but I loved the show. Like I have watched it through, I watched it by myself, and I've watched it through with each, each of my children. Yes. I'm not a big rewatcher. That's one I can rewatch. It makes me laugh. It makes me cry. I love it. And the podcast is a ton of fun because they dive into how the show is made and what's behind these characters and even what's just behind the scenery. And it's just, it's fun. Oh, how fun. Um, so I highly recommend that one. And Suzanne and I have kind of a joint learn. So yes. I'm going to let her talk about it more, but I'm just going to show mine. We're going to, this um, is, this is because of Whitney. These, these are because of Whitney. We got our clever fox planners. Oh, oh she's showing hers. We've got matching ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we forgot to mention this earlier, Whitney. 
But in doing research for uh, Whitney coming on the show, I read some previous interviews and she mentioned this for anybody who, again, we always forget that podcasts are not a visual medium, but what we were showing everybody, if you watch the YouTube channel, is our, uh, what I got to give it the proper name. It's the Fox, Clever Fox Clever Daily Fox. Yeah. Planner Pro. And it had come up and, oh my God, how much of a sucker am I for a planner, Missy? A planner that comes with stickers. I yeah, mean, me too. oh, I'm holding it up too, but like yeah. stickers everywhere so much fun but i think i've i thought i had done every planner that there was to have but this is nope. so different and unique in that it literally let's see first of all it's it's pretty gigantic but it's only for it's three huge. months it's a three month. i planner. got the year one and it's heavy it's like, oh you got a year one yes i didn't know that was an option I do. I have the 12 month. Mine is like this short one that you fill in yourself. They have a oh, few different okay. versions. Okay. Yes. They, they have, have a lot of options. They have a few different options, but like, mm -hmm. they're so wonderful. I really do like them. Yes. I like the way they guide you through things yes. and the stickers make it fun. The stickers and it's very fill in the so blank. Nice. It's so soft. So yes. pretty. It's and I mean, blank. if you're listening, you can't see this, but I color coded my life because I'm trying to block and batch. And yeah. so I color coded with my favorite pens ever, which are these, oh. they are the pilot razor V razor point pilot V razor point. Um, so I picked Ooh. a color for each part of Ooh. my life and I've gotten as far as, you know, November and then each week I'll dive in a little bit deeper, but yeah, oof, so much fun. Well, the version mine has, has like a, this week, like it's a week sheet where you do this week's goal, this week's priorities, kind of a mm -hmm. to-do list, a mm -hmm. life balance to-do list that makes you yes. think around health and fitness and fun and recreation, spiritual, family and friends, all these different things. And then each day has its page where you got to do your goal, has a little check at the bottom. If you accomplish today's goal, <laughs> you can rate your productivity. I mean, stuff that yeah. I've never even thought of. It's like a little... It's like a self-help journal agenda day planner. It like it be like your like, gratitude journal and could. your it's everything in one. Yeah. Like it's yes. right there in one book. So I'm not oh, using I, it. I, I love that you ladies love it too. I'm a total fan. I'm like, this is my coach. Oh, it's my this, this planner is my coach. I'm so yeah. excited that I read that article because I'd never heard of this before. And I was like, I'll give it a try. And it really I think it's gonna be really interesting. And I'm the schedule I'm not using because I live and die by Google Calendar. Yes. Um, for family stuff and keeping track of my husband and stuff. But I'm using the schedule for like I'm writing in my actual schedule. So almost like a okay, if I'm on social media, I'm putting it on the schedule. So it's keep it's like more of a time tracker than an actual yeah. yes. schedule. Yes. Um, and so that kept me on track for writing today and laundry. I put laundry down here to see how long that took. Um, and so so yeah, it's, I'm on day one of using it, but I'm very enthusiastic. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. I love it. Yes. But okay, Whitney, or did, or did you have any more? I'm there? good. You're I'm good? done. All right, Whitney, what about your look, listen, learn? Okay, so I'll go with my look. I actually, so I'm not littles, right? I have a three-year-old and an 18-month-old, and my husband is from yeah. Louisiana. His He grew up in New Orleans, but his parents live on the North Shore, which is like the other side of Lake Pontchartrain. And okay. we have this book now that his friend sent us called Petit Rouge. Aww. And it is a Cajun Red Riding Hood. Oh, how cute. And it goes through and it comes. So there's not a big bad wolf. There's a big bad alligator in it. And, <laughs> you know, she's lit. She goes in the swamp. So she has to get on her <laughs> road, which is like a little canoe kind of thing and push her yes. way to her grandma's house. And it's just super cute. And that's what I've been looking at a lot. Today I to bet read. you have. <laughs> and uh, learning new Cajun words. And, adorable. Um, it's, it's really fun. Oh, that's so um, sweet. So that's my look. I think my listen is, well, I know my listen is Spotify just started serving me up this um, daily drive uh, yes. playlist. Yeah, it's huh. awesome. So it's a mix so of news. Like it starts mm -hmm. off with NPR and then it'll play three or four songs and they'll do like a Wall Street <laughs> Journal thing and they'll play three or four songs. And that's just what I've been listening to. It. I don't really listen to other things during the week. I don't listen to a ton of Spotify during the week, but that's it. Like right. I just let it serve me up the things that it's serving me. It's called Your Daily Drive and it's tailored to your um, listening preferences. What a great idea. It's pretty cool. So it's like curated it cool. just for you. Yes. yes. And I love how it mixes some new music in with the news. And yeah. 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 I've yeah, been enjoying it too. It's, uh, yeah, I really like Your Daily Drive. So that's what I've been listening to. 
And then learning. So this summer, we live in Utah. So we relocated to Utah from uh, Brooklyn at the end of the year last year. It's oh, wow. actually been a year now okay. that we've been here. Oh, wow. And earlier in the summer, we decided, you know what, we're going to embrace this outdoor life because <laughs> I can get to the mountains from our house. And we live in, we're not downtown. We're kind of like, it's hard to explain. It's kind of like the Williamsburg. If you're in New York, the Williamsburg okay. of Salt Lake. It's like not downtown, but it's definitely not the suburbs. Uh-huh. Uh, you right. can walk to some things. Um, it's neighborhoody, but it's not the suburbs or downtown. Yeah. And so from where we live, we can get to the base of the mountain in 20 minutes. In an hour, we can wow. be out of cell phone reception. I mean, it's crazy. And like up the mountain and just no one will know where we are. Yes. So we got a forerunner. It's lifted with the big tires. Oh and God. every chance we have, we're like, let's <laughs> go out into the mountain. And so now I've been on YouTube and um, a blog called Forerunner Life and just kind of looking at everything to understand how do we do this safely? Because also we're out here in the middle of nowhere with two small children in the right. back. Oh um, and that is, that's what I've been learning is how to, how to live this off-road life. We're not like full overlanders. I don't think we'll do that to the kids, <laughs> at least get out of diapers, because that's a lot of right. garbage to be leaving in the woods. But um, oh, that good is, for that's you, what I've been though. learning about. Good for you. Yeah, that's I, awesome. I grew up in Southern Idaho, so not too far from Salt Lake, just basically just straight up from Salt Lake about three hours. But my parents are both from Chicago. And so people are always like, oh, well, what did you do? And, you know, did you do river rafting? Did you go camping? Did you all this stuff? I was like, I had two parents from Chicago. I didn't go camping until high school. Like, I didn't go skiing, you know, but we had bogus base and just like straight up yeah. from Boise. And, but yeah, yeah, it's so funny. So uh, good for you for leaning in there. And yes. Then, we're like, we're here. We're going to do it. <laughs> yes. That going was hard, awesome. Going very hard. But then we're like, oh, then we'll come back and someone will be like, oh, but do you have an air compressor for your tires? And we're like, why would we need that? Oh. Like, oh, okay, now we Add understand. it to the list. Add it to the list. We yes. did get a shovel. So I was like, but you need a shovel. And I was like, for what? You need, <laughs> what, do we, what do we need a shovel for? Because <laughs> oh you, you get stuck. Oh, right, that's true. Uh, so we have, we've been learning and, yeah. and evolving. And it's honestly, it's, it's very awesome. and super fun, a great family activity. And, you know, the way to make the most. The only problem is that, we're not big snow people and the snow okay. here has started, right? So the mountain shuts down in October oh. and then the snow doesn't really go away until May or June. Oh in my the mountains. gosh. It lasts for a very long time. So it's a super short summer as far as safe mm -hmm. driving goes. Like I'm sure you could push it if you had like a ATV or a side-by-side -side or something, right. but I'm not trying to push it with small children in the back. Yeah. Also, exactly. I just no. personally don't want to be stuck anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> not in the snow don't i don't do snow. cold will no. no 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 so especially after our yeah. great freeze in austin last spring okay. we don't need oh any. man Whew, no, did not enjoy that once i was stuck as freeze. an adult with three other adults we were stuck on a road like a blizzard came in really fast and we got stuck on i don't know if you've ever flown in or out of the denver airport and driven in and out of that airport but there's a really long road called Pena boulevard that goes from the airport back out to the highway and we were on Pena Boulevard, like headed out. And I think a truck jackknifed on the highway and the snow was falling way faster than I thought it was going to fall. And we spent the night in a car on that road with every other car on that road. And it was four adults. Oh my God. We had like two bottles of water and a tin of Altoids. <laughs> I said two bottles of wine and I was going to be like, okay, we're not doing too bad. Right. Yeah. And for, we were headed to a wine fundraiser event, but oh, we did not have our wine yet. Um, so I mean, that was not, I never want to repeat that ever again. It was the best worst case scenario because we were okay. Yeah. And nothing yes. horrible happened. Because you didn't and, have children. And we yes. did not have little kids with us. I'm I so glad you guys were adults doing. and that you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we could get, we had all our, we had our luggage. We were with friends who were from Denver, but we had all of our luggage. So we had extra clothes to put on. We just <laughs> opened up our suitcase and we're like, have a sweatshirt, have a jacket. Everyone's <laughs> piling up. And yeah, but you did, being stuck in the snow in a situation no. like that with little kids. Even if you had what you needed, horrible. Mm -mm. Oh, yeah. but no, hey, we're trying to inspire Whitney to go and explore, not scare her oh, away. Oh, we Don't worry, we're out there. It's uh, we're ready Just safely. for it. Explore safely. Safely. Yes. We've got tons of water in the back. My mom came to visit, and we went up the mountain. We were just going on a paved road anyway. We weren't doing any off roading. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, do we have enough water? Do we have the snacks? She's like, are you? It's gonna be okay, right? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I would just like for us to be prepared in case it's not. 
Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, we need to keep following those adventures. Hopefully you have those up on social media because those will be fun. Oh, well, this has been so wonderful. I'm sorry. We kept you a couple minutes late still. I know you've got uh, your children who are expecting some food. I'm sure mine are probably looking for a little something too. Uh, But this has been such a pleasure. I feel, oh my gosh. First of all, thank you for introducing us. To this new so planner, inspired the clever These fox are... daily planner yes um or fun, weekly fun. or monthly or however whichever of the planners and i love the colors too that you can choose from and they do oh. they just feel so nice um but the information that i seriously made i mean i was so into researching you that i found out about a planner like four articles into somewhere else. So once I was done with your website, I started going to other people's website to read more <laughs> of your stuff. So I bet yeah. y'all won't be able to get enough either. So um, we're going to have links to all kinds of good stuff in the show notes, which are available at the website. So definitely mm-hmm. go click on everything we have there because you're not going to want to miss any of it. I awesome. loved meeting you. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me on. This was so much fun. Thank you. So much fun. All right. Take care. Have a great evening. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for the mom and dot, dot, dot podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. And if you know someone else who could benefit from the episode, please be sure and share it with them. And while we're begging, please subscribe and rate us wherever it is you listen to podcasts. You can find links to all the things we discussed today in our show notes or over at our website momandpodcast.com with the A N D spelled out. In between shows, find us over at the socials, including our private mom and community Facebook group. The links to that group and all of our socials can be found at momandpodcast.com. Thank you so much for your support. We appreciate you more than you know. Now go out there and make your ellipses count.